This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. From Think MPB Think Radio, look at that, making it up as I go. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pyrus. I'll get it right today. Ashy certified inspector like a girl and licensed contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Wow, yeah, what a day coming up here. It's winter. Again. It is winter again. again. Yeah, that clip from uh, Groundhog Day. Right, you know? right. Well, it's Groundhog Day again. Uh, it, so if he sees a shadow, tell me, what's the thing? If he sees a shadow, then we have, what, six more weeks of winter? Uh, well, who knows what we've had so far? It's been true. 70 and 20. That's right. I mean. In the same day. Right. So, so, yeah. so we're currently in a winter moment. Right. We'll go back to to spring, good spring next week. <laughs> I think we're in the 70s. I think Monday. Friday yeah. Friday's going to be pretty decent right. yeah. over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's that's nice. Right. That's well, good cuz it's my birthday. Well, it is it is winter today. today? No, but next week. Oh, okay. Okay. I uh, wanted to go ahead and mention it. <laughs> right, so we don't forget. <laughs> so you don't forget. This will be my birthday. Then you just have when is No, mine's September. I always think, yeah. No, I'm an Aquarius. That's, that explains a lot, actually. Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this weekend I took advantage of the couple of days of spring that we had and went out and uh, got some stuff and washed the deck. Mm. Uh, it was like a, I decided this year, you know, not going to get the pressure washer anywhere near the deck. Nice. I'm just going to yeah. use. Boy, he has. We've trained him well. He's learned. I know. Yeah. Learned. yeah, good. So I went out and got, instead of the uh, past few years, I've used uh, like house wash. Mm-hmm. I decided to go a different route this year just to try because I hear people talking about on the show all the time. So uh, I just got the was outdoor bleach, construction bleach is what I got. Just the regular stuff. I'm so disappointed. I, I see it on her face. Oh, I, I can see it. I was so disappointed. Yeah, I know because I, Pam we just knew, talked about Pam this. Pam knew that he was g- going to say the recipe. Your concrobium. recipe. I just yeah. knew you were going to do concrobium. Well, see, there's something that you said that that I couldn't do the concrobium. I thought about the concrobium every time I went to go pour <laughs> my bleach, and the reason why uh, is that. You know, I do so many of my DIY home projects to see the end result. You just want instant well, gratification. Well, That's what there. you're just well, a typical man who wants I, instant gratification. I think I'm correct <laughs> on this. Does not the bleach increase the likelihood um, that it's coming likelihood back that it's coming back sooner? you have now changed the ph balance right. well, that's talking in about the that. wood so you're going to have to use that bleach so much it's going to break that wood down and your deck's going to fall now okay <laughs> let me go ahead and okay. say i'm going to catastrophize it because Deck you didn't gone. use my solution <laughs> let, let, let me go ahead and say <laughs> for myself your way out of this one <laughs> somebody please call so we can get on another subject right. <laughs> is that I, I i wanted to use the bleach because you said the concrobium would make me wait like 30 minutes oh uh, like, there you are ah, see, see there it is that's like, exactly what i was talking I'm about like dude bleach and you know like like 
uh, one and four bleach, you know, one quarter bleach. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And mix oh, that up it. and put that on there and boom, white. And it goes it goes right. away in about six <laughs> weeks. It's going to be back and it's going to be worse. <laughs> and then you get to do it again. Right. <laughs> so anyway. Over but it and looks, over. You know what, though? It looks like like brand new brushed teeth out there. I mean, it just it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's it looks great. really, really good. Yeah, right now. See, Pam's all mad at me for cleaning my I deck. I am. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to get over my resentment, but you didn't use be, the concrobium. It's not going to be good for Jason yeah. today. Do you know I literally had a text message from a listener yesterday asking me for the formula? Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, I could. I need to bottle this and you call it Pam's it. Concrobium. Or, or just sell the recipe. Yeah. That's that's easier. Yeah, even though it's not mine, I could make some money off. And it. it's well, been on Google for the whole time, a million times. Yeah. Yes, no. <laughs> for free. All right, no. I got an email question here that we got to get to. That I saw this myself the other day, and it made me kind of crack up. But I have to ask, and I thought it. This needs to be on the Fix It One Hundred and One show. You ready? There is a meme going around showing someone pouring what looks like cooking oil into a drain for revenge on a landlord. <gasps> yeah. It's not nice. No. So, so yeah, so I finally I saw this meme the other day. Java, have you seen this meme where someone's pouring some uh say cooking oil into a drain for revenge on a landlord? In that it's going around. This meme is everywhere. Is that where you cut your nose off to spite your face? Because well, <laughs> you're going to clog up your own drain. So the question I got said, uh, maybe I don't get it. What's the big deal? Uh, the, the question that I got said okay, they, they saw this meme okay. of someone pouring cooking oil into the drain or what looked like cooking oil sure. into the drain from a hot pan Sure, into the drain. And it was for revenge on a uh, landlord. And they said, maybe I don't get it. What's the big deal? So I'm asking you guys, for all of those looking at this meme out there, what does it mean well, when someone does that? Well, it's going to clog the, it's going to clog the sewer. Um, no. And, and it's not only eventually it's going to clog everyone else's sewer because it's going to inch its way down. And then, you know, the neighbor puts a little grease down and then you put a little more grease down. And over a period of time, we have a clogged sewer line, not only from your house, but down to your neighbor and your neighbor's neighbor. And yeah, if you're in multi-housing, I mean, you're well, just going to clog no, everybody's just, well, up. Yeah, just a subdivision. And, yeah. then, and then eventually it gets into our, our water system and... You know, all kind of bad things happen. Okay, okay. So just to clear that up, uh, Java, have you seen that meme going around? No, I haven't seen it, but it's funny you said that because on um, on the show Shark Tank, I uh-huh. think just last week or a couple of weeks ago, it was a, a young lady, and she had a product to do your grease to get rid of your grease properly because pouring it down the drain, even I know, is a, is a super no-no. Right, right, you know? right. And she had some kind of um, uh, concoction she made up, and it solidified the um, the grease. The grease, really, so you could just toss it out. Really quickly, so you can just, yeah, throw it away. Well, okay, and if we you're not in a hurry that. like Jason, if you got a little patience, right. you <laughs> right. put it in a bowl and let it solidify and then put it in the garbage. Well, well you, I didn't pour it down the drain. It's a meme online. No, I didn't make but this. you're <laughs> pouring bleach on your deck. I mean, you're going to hold that against hold me for the whole I'm I'm I gotta re- Listen, when a woman gets a resentment, you better watch out. There's probably a lady pouring the grease down that drain. <laughs> Well, wow. you know the you know the thing I do, and I, I get in trouble because I've 
I've done it in the past, I guess. I don't remember it, but whatever. Uh, Now, what I do, I take some paper towels. Uh-huh. Like if I'm frying bacon or sausage or whatever, when you're done, take take some paper towels. It soaks it up real nice, mm-hmm. and then you can just put that in the trash. Yeah, I've done so, that. Yeah, you know, it, and, and it makes sense. You know, you use three or four paper towels, and and you know, you're not putting that down the drain. Now get right. this: my wife has got this neat neat trick that I think she found on TikTok. But anyway, uh, she takes a piece of aluminum foil. All right. Uh, puts it over the sink drain. Or the sink is empty. Okay. And then you have the drain. So she forms the center of the aluminum foil into the drain portion of the sink. Got it. And then you can take the the grease from a pan uh, and okay. pour it into the aluminum foil little cup that you made. In that homemade yeah, cup that that's you a just good made. Idea. It'll yeah. solidify. Like you close it up and throw it away. Ah, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea. Sure. You know, and I was uh, actually we we do a lot of problem solving for people, so we get a phone call, got a rental, and there was uh, mildew and and microbial growth on the bathroom ceiling. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So we go over. It's a Which rental. Is common. Yeah, it's a rental. And um, I go over there and find out. I mean, the vent is fine. It's venting correctly. You know, all this kind of stuff. But there are two 14-year-old boys uh. who live in the house. Mm-hmm. So they're going in and taking a shower probably for 30, 45 minutes or so at least until the tank shower. runs out. Sure. And not using the vent fan. Yeah. And so my suggestion to the land the landlord is, why don't you come back in and just... Fix the light switch so that when the light comes on, the That's fan right. comes on. Yep. I, if I owned rentals, which I don't because I don't want the headache, but if I had rentals, uh-huh. I would do two things. And one's because Jeff told me about it. I would remove the garbage disposal. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> and I would toggle my vent fans so that right. they always came on when the shower came yep. on. I mean, when the every, light came on. Every house we build, when you turn the light on, the fan comes on. Fan comes on. Wow, that that would change a lot of things. And, you know, that's actually not a difficult thing to do no. at the switch. Mm-mm. No, if you can take it to a single going, toggle right? easily. Yeah. So, hey, uh, we uh, we do have a call on the line. Alice is on the line in Macomb. So, hey, Alice, what's going on this morning? Hi, it's not a do-it-yourself thing. I will pay them say her birthday is next week, and I want to wish her. Oh, nice. Aww, thank Aww. you, Alice. And mine this Monday, February the 6th, I'll be 75. <gasps> All right. Mine's February 6th, too, Alice. Nice. Yeah. She's going to be 35. Happy birthday to us. Yes, I'll be 61. There you go. Wow, you were very forthcoming with that. Yeah, I mean, why not? I wear every I year. Say, <laughs> yeah, I heard her say that. I said, Nikki, I'll even tell her, mine's too, and wish you a happy wedding. Uh, well, happy thank you. Birthday, Is Alice. there something we can help you fix, Alice? Well, I ain't got nothing to fix but my mind. Uh, <laughs> well, we're not qualified. Right, yeah. <laughs> You're out of our league. Yeah, we're just not outside the hula hoop here. Thank you for listening this morning, Alice. We I'll really like appreciate happy it. Happy birthday, Alice. Outside the hula hoop. See you in Macomb. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. 
org. like to talk about some things of interest. We're going to go to the phone here in just a second. I did want to hit this article, though. Uh, Pam sent me in, about Intergy Mississippi opening up uh, an electric vehicle fast charger in Ridgeland. Mm-hmm. And and this was kind of a neat thing. They're opening it up at uh, Renaissance, uh, <coughs> which is on uh, 55 in Madison. So it's the, supposed to be over there by where the um, movie theater is. The interesting thing, though, was looking at the stats of how this thing worked. I've never really read about how a fast charger or a charging station like this works. So um, it's equipped with two direct current fast chargers that provide up to 120 kilowatts of power. Uh, compatible with a lot of different vehicles. Now, this is where uh, this is where we get to the down to brass tacks. Customer using the charging station pay thirty cents a kilowatt, and I'm like, I don't even know what's going on here. The price I, is phenomenal. I don't understand any. Go ahead of that. and tell them the price. Okay, on average, an EV can be fully charged for twenty to thirty dollars within thirty to forty five minutes. I thought, man, this technology is getting better already. We were at we were at two and three hours charge times. Just, I mean, not just a, a few years ago. So, so it's getting faster. But twenty twenty to thirty bucks, which let's think of that uh, gas tank wise. It you know, so if you stop at a gas station, get twenty thirty bucks. You know, that's uh, we're getting closer. Yeah, we're getting it's, it's closer. Probably compare. Well, I don't know because. My truck takes a hundred dollars to fill it up. Well, but well, it's like thirty, like a fifty-gallon tank. Yeah, it's thirty-five, thirty. I don't know. It's in the thirty gallons. So right. I, I guess if you had a EV and it cost you twenty-five or thirty bucks to fill it up, probably, probably. So it's that's about the same. It's then. getting it's getting closer, which I, I think it's kind of cool that some progress is being made there. You so. know, but this is what bothers me about the electric, and and I mean, I like it in a way, mm-hmm. but it's hard for us to produce the amount of electricity we need now. In in my opinion. Right. Now I could be I could be off on this, especially in Texas. So, w- what are we going to do when we have, you know, half of our automobiles and and eighteen wheelers all running on on charging on electric charging in the garage, well, pulling all that power? I mean, there's something to think about. And now we were we are going to have to think about those things. You know, the neat thing about this is that it's a charging station, which is. Uh, you know, you don't have that's not sitting next to the paint you used four years ago in your garage. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I like the idea. Right. I really do. Yeah. Well, so. have you seen the thing on the cars that run on hydrogen? No. Yes. <laughs> Once. Yeah. They're, they're doing those in uh, Japan right okay. now. So it'll be interesting to see. You know what I like is that we are we are living in an age. I mean, would you have ever thought when you were a kid? That you'd be able to see some of the stuff that we're experiencing now. I mean, it's we're no, moving in light years. Right. No, all right. Of a sudden. absolutely not. Because I was getting a jet car. Right, and you should have. Yeah, I know, but I don't yeah. have it yet. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, uh, real quick. Let's go to Jerry in Bay Springs, who's got a really interesting question right now that we speak about it: gas or electricity for appliances? Oh, that's a good I, question. I, mm-hmm. I know my answer. Well, and and you know what? A lot has got to do with geography. But Jerry, what's going on, man? This is uh, Francis from Natchez. Oh, sorry about that, Francis. Okay, but but my question is, I've been seeing on the news that gas 
is trying to, you know, focus its way out, and that uh, electricity is more efficient than gas. And if that's the case, if electricity is more efficient than gas, the generac generators that uh, run on natural gas or butane to supply the electric houses with electricity and just in case they go out, you know, uh, what's going to happen and which one is more efficient? I'm not sure if we are are actually speaking of efficiencies or not. I think we may be speaking of a lot of other different factors when considering whether to go with e, uh, with uh, electricity or gas. Now, when we're talking about the home, let's stick on the home here. Okay. okay? Uh, for the home, electricity or gas, you know, it's, it's interesting. A home that I bought probably 15 years ago, Jeff, was built in 1961 in Virginia. And at the time, it had a certified all-electric home. Oh, yeah. It was a really big deal. So yes. everything there was electric. It was electric. Yes. That I was remember. a big deal for the home. Yeah. And at the time, you know, uh, but it depends. A lot of things depend on where you are. When I said it could be geographic, well, if you're a long way out, uh, a lot of people have to use gas for certain applications. Um, you know, not uh, electricity doesn't work for everything. You know, and I think the it really is funny how it's just turned into this big old hoo-ha when really what I think the Consumer Protection Agency, all they were doing was try to, trying to educate the public on some of the health hazards for having indoor gas appliances that aren't vented correctly. Mm-hmm. And the studies are, and, and it doesn't have anything to do with efficiency, because I'm going to tell you folks, I love my gas range. I had a really high-end gas range put in when I redid my kitchen mm-hmm. several years ago. But I have a Shaw Nuff Big Daddy vent hood over that, too, right. that is vented correctly. And the studies are showing that gas appliances that, that burn on the inside of your home that are not vented correctly, there mm-hmm. is a health hazard for uh, asthma in children, respiratory issues for older adults so it's it's not a like a generator that's burning outside with natural gas isn't going to bother you no no but you put that generator on the inside of your house now you've got a whole new set of problems right and a gas grill out back doesn't no doesn't bother uh-uh. no the 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 issue is how you're venting that but you know the bigger deal is on on gas and electric if you ask anybody no one is talking when you're talking about cooking no one cares about the efficiency it's how that thing cooks yes you know say yes. in the kitchen gas and electric cook yes. completely different the heat uh, how that works uh and boy uh real chefs and cooks get really ticky about their gas stove <laughs> well you know. yeah uh, it, you know this is interesting uh, let me let me read something here uh is it <clears throat> excuse me is it better to have electric or gas in your house uh so which is cheaper gas or electric what's this is, in quote your source here man uh, my source is... It's Dr. Uh, Google. <laughs> it is. I don't know. Okay. I, 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 hang on. I will get there. I don't know who said it, but it's true. Well, it's on the, but it's on the several, internet. No, there's several here that all they're right. all saying the same thing. What's that? But it all boils down to what you said, uh, Jason. Uh, so is it cheaper to use gas or electric to heat? On the surface, natural gas heating cost 
will pay your monthly bill will be lower than electric heating bill. The average American home is about 63% less expensive to heat with natural gas than electricity. Although, now here's the caveat, although it depends on your area. Right. So in some, I think this is what it's saying, in some parts of the country, it may be a little less expensive to do electric because of the cost of getting gas to your house. Well, there, there are um, places, there are places in the U.S. where running gas lines is, is dangerous and you can't. And well, it, electricity is a better option. To, to, to bring it close to home, uh, our home is all electric because... Mm. Um, the, the gas ga- line the, stops. The gas line stops at my neighbor, and then in order to get gas to my house, they had to go through a, a, a fairly good size drainage ditch. Um, uh. So in order to get there, it was going to be like you know five or six thousand dollars. Right. And that was ten years ago. So who knows what's going to cost today? Right. So in a nutshell, they're saying uh, check the area that you're living in. Right. So okay. To say on on efficiency. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 On efficiency, but the big hoo ha in the news right now is indoor air quality. So just educate yourself. Right. Thanks for the call, Jerry. We're going to go real quick to Judy in Fairhope, and she's got a heating and air project going on. What's what's going? Is this Judy? (laughs) It is. Hey, Judy. How's it going? In Fairhope, one of my favorite places in the whole world. Ooh, I love me some Fairhope. uh, and I'm from Memphis, and they have ice today, so I feel double. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm yeah, from you're, Memphis as well, <laughs> mm-hmm. Judy. Yeah, they're not having a good day up there today. So what's oh, going on with your heating oh. and air? Well, uh, my heating and air inside my house is okay. I'm in an old 1960s, 1,300-square-foot uh, house, and there is a storage room that abuts my den wall. And I would like to put heat and air in there and kind of change it into just a little place to do art projects and things. but I'm, So I can get air to it, but I don't think it'll have a, uh, uh, what do you call it, where the air goes back. Return. 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 Right. So, I, you know, could I put a return in, and how difficult would that be if it's on the other side of the house from the HVAC, the current return? Well, when you go, it, if if the little building is, it's abutting the back wall, are you going to go through your house wall into the well, little storage area? It, it, it's actually in the same roof line. It just wasn't. It's where the washer dryer is. So um, I can cut from my attic and my house into the attic. It, it won't, you know, there's no, there's a roof that goes over both the den and that little uh, storage room, same roof. Well, if you could put a door in to get in there from the interior no. of the house, you cannot do that. Can't put a door. No, no. And I looked at. Oh, so first of all, is it possible to do a return if you have to run it across the whole attic to get back? You could. It might not be very efficient. Um, okay. To do that. Well, I looked at those mini splits online because y'all were talking about them. Those are but neato. Well, this room is only 12 by 9. Yeah. So it seemed like they didn't make one small enough. Right, so no. what is that, yeah. what's that, 120 feet? Yeah. That, that, that's more of a, uh, a window unit kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. I would almost uh, look at something like that, just yeah. putting a, um, a window unit. Because if you, 
the the problem you're going to run into if you don't have return air is you're going to, especially down in Fairhope, where you're really close to the water and your dew point and humidity level is so high, you're going to end up oh, with yeah. a moisture issue in that room. It's going to start sweating, and then your stuff's going to start stinking. Um, so... <laughs> That's not good. No, it gets real well, mildewy and nasty. I've seen people try to do that like in a garage storage room. Well, they'll run a register yeah. over to the storage room, and you can just look. You take your flashlight and look up the wall, and you can just see it looks like the wall is crying. <laughs> it's just got all, got all these moisture marks over oh. on it. Well, if I, um, if I put a window unit either in the window or in the wall, um, would I, I would – I would want to put some stuff out there that's fabric. So would that be a bad idea? Will it still get that mildew in that room? I, you know, it's just going to depend. Um, you're going to have to insulate mm-hmm. those walls to make sure. Uh-oh. And then putting some type of a window unit. And then maybe a, if you could get a little fan in there to keep mm-hmm. the air circulating. Yeah. I don't know enough about window units to know do they draw return I use air? oh yes I yeah, use one in sure. in my home and it's in on one of my rooms and it 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 does all the things that air conditions do just for a very small space yeah so you could get a tiny yeah, I one. mean I th- I th- for for the cost uh, everything this sounds like a perfect application for a a window for, unit. A, for a for a window unit yeah. mm-hmm. and if you go buy them right now they're probably on sale <laughs> probably. <laughs> Well, it's and, yeah, and so you could you um, would just have to leave it running all the time, so that uh, anything in there that you wouldn't want to leave. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah. If you're going to be storing specifically yeah. fabric out there, and that's where the having maybe a little fan. And Judy, I know what you think of when you think of window unit. You think that same one that you remember <laughs> seeing in 1983. It's not like oh. that now. They have they have their own thermostats on them and come on when they're supposed to and keep a a regular temperature. You know, it's it, they're up to date. You may have to run. Let me I ask this: pay. What about power? To one of those things, do you have to have a different kind of plug, or can you just put it in a? No, nope, it'll plug? go in straight into a regular one ten. Nice. So, um, well, if I can, if I can add um, space in this room, I'm going to have the house rewired anyway. Yikes! Okay. So, well, uh, look, it, yeah, it's yeah. built in the '60s, so it's time. That, that's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, get an right. electrician to look oh. at all all of the, and they, well, and they may not have to do a complete rewire, but they can look at your panels and make sure everything's okay. Right. Okay. And I hate to ask, but this will be another quick question. Sure. Is if I decide that's not a great option, there's a, a porch, a covered porch that's also in the same area, kind of, you know, um, mm-hmm. and but the floor sweats terribly, and I've heard y'all talk about that. So if I expanded the house out over that porch, Will they be able by just putting down this queen to take care of the sweat issue? Well, if you if you open it up to the entire house and you've got return air, it's going to dry. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If okay. you if you as long as you've got supply and return, it's going to dry that out. And then right. you might have a ceiling okay. fan back there. You could because I did that. I mm-hmm. mean, my office is an old carport. So, and, and it's, I've got tile down in there. Now, my tile outside sweats like crazy, so i got to be very careful when I walk out the back right. door. <laughs> but in my office, okay. I've, never, I've not had a problem since we enclosed that. All right. Well, thank you very much, Judy. We appreciate it. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pybus.
What is One of these days me? you're going to, you know what it is? It's, it's all this lady. awesome music that Java's playing. Right. Just uh, throwing you off. You know, we, we have picked up our uh, <clears throat> our game a little. And we, have. we have. I'm loving it. Thank right. you. So Pam Pibus, Ashy Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. We're going to go straight to the phones. Uh, Frank has been holding in Fairhope. He's got a suggestion for his, uh, his uh, I think Judy was in Fairhope also. What's going on, Frank? Hi, uh, for Judy's storage room, they make a standalone air conditioner that plugs in the wall and has a flexible vent hose that you take outside for the exhaust heat. Yep. And oh, cool. you can't get them with heat as well, and they, they work great. They're quieter than a window shaker. I think it would work for it. It's on casters. You can roll it around within the limits of your power cord and your vent. You know, we've used those around here at the station here at MPB when we've uh, blown our air conditioner up, and you can just roll those to the room you need, and they've got, like he said, they've got a vent hose. Where Now, I promise you, wherever you put that vent hose, that's going to be warm. It's going to be warm because we're pulling the warm air out. Another now, thing you've got to think about on it these going, is... It goes outside. It's yes. for the... For the right. compressor portion yeah. of the unit to take that in, it, it works great. It's it does. And don't don't forget about your condensate line. <laughs> that's it. You better yeah. have a oh, place yeah. to put the water. Yeah. Well, that's a that's yeah. a great suggestion there, Frank. I, we have used those. I hadn't thought anything about that. I was thinking kind of a more of a permanent mount, but these units on, like you said, on rollers, uh, they're pretty good. They're not very heavy. You Mm-mm. can move them around. They're, nope. They're only about I don't know two half to three feet tall and you know they they're going to take up floor space yes so if you're if you're concerned about floor space the wall unit may work a little bit better but if you could do that i actually like them i've i've used one myself and like i said these smaller units these days are are absolutely controllable you can you can even get them in a a, a smart device uh function so you can control it from your phone if you want Keep in mind, too, if you're going to put in, and this, I mean, Frank's helping me remember this. If you're going to put in a window unit, be sure that it's put in correctly. If it is not angled correctly, the water, the condensate mm-hmm. will go into the wall or back into your room. Yikes. It should have a slightly negative grade where the backside of that unit is pointing down towards your the ground outside. Right, right. All right. Thank you very much for the uh, for the suggestion, Frank and Fairhope. We're going to keep on going north of the state, Oxford. And Mark's on the line for the appliance comment. What's going on, Mark? Hi. Well, um, from what I've read, there's a difference between propane and natural gas in terms of indoor air quality. Uh, propane is a refined product. It has one chemical formula. It's T3HA. And when you burn propane, the primary output is water vapor. Natural gas is a just that. It's a combination of a bunch of gases, some of which are really nasty. Right. And so the things that, that almost everything I've read and looked at just says heating with gas. But I believe there's a big difference between heating with propane and heating with natural gas or and using your appliance, unvented appliances. Right. You know, I read we, that too, Mark. I'm glad you called and, and kind of made that. Dis- yeah, that's a very good distinguish point. Distinguish between the and two. There are differences, a lot of differences. And uh, let me ask you, uh, Mark, do, have you ever worked in any of those industries, the gas industries? I have not. Okay. I was wondering if you knew, uh, if you knew, I guess, the differences between those two in price. 
Do you know if no. like natural gas is more than propane or propane's more than natural gas? Well, we have a propane tank that yeah. we use at our place down in the country, and we pay about $150 a year to put gas in it. But right. all we're using it for is cooking, and we do have a one of those little ream space heaters that we use right. on occasion. Okay. But that's a weekend place, so I'm not sure what our price breakdown would be. Once again, just keep in mind, <laughs> indoor air quality. If you have kids with asthma, mm-hmm. then you need to take a look at that. If you're cooking with gas, are you vented correctly? Right. All right. Thank hey, you hey, very hey, much. Hey, hey. I just, we were just commenting with my wife. We're pretty sure that propane is more expensive because, in part, because it is refined. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're right. All right. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Let's keep on moving. Uh, let's go to uh, Kathleen in Osaka. Kathleen, what's up? Well, I've got no jokes today, but I'm on point about the energy thing. One, Propane is higher, it is reformed, and it goes for about the same amount that you pay at the gas pump for your car. Now, <laughs> I have worked in a lot of restaurants in the city of New Orleans, some family restaurants, some big style, okay? Mm-hmm. All of them had gas. But there was such a controversy about gas over the city of New Orleans, what they did, uh, some hot shots went and took these uh, smoke-detecting and fume-detecting cameras from these helicopters and planes, and they showed how much waste is coming from the ports, the docks, the chemicals over that city. Huh. And it has it has a, a lot to do with the cars. But in New Orleans, you don't have to drive that far. It's like I can drive 26 miles to get to Walmart. You don't do that in New Orleans. Right. So there's a lot of controversy about that. They're going, oh, it's giving the batteries, the batteries. Well, the batteries... Uh, dear hearts, still have to run on electricity to transfer. Now, they also need and require many, many minerals and, and chemicals and stuff like that that we in this country don't have an onslaught. We have to go to Russia, South America, and all these places, which are not too stable at the moment. And no telling how high that's going to be. Bring us home, Kathleen. <laughs> I, I do have a comment on, on propane versus natural gas. Go for yeah. it. What you got? <clears throat> okay, propane is more expensive than natural gas, but natural gas burns much faster than propane. Than propane. In fact, it burns at a rate of two to one. This means that if you heat two spaces of the same size, you will use twice as much natural gas as propane. Huh. So is it more expensive? That's a very interesting uh, point. I know. So and it's, I, it's I, like I, saying using good paint or bad paint. Well, it, yeah, and and two using high octane or low octane, right. you get better gas mileage. So, but my 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 entire life has always been propane is more expensive, <laughs> but if it burns twice as slow as natural, then maybe it's not. Maybe more it's not because we're looking at price. It's kinda like in electricity. What are the kilowatt you know well, right. You so get, yeah. I, I thought that was I thought that was worthy of, of of telling. Yet again we have jumped outside my hula hoop. Right. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Kathleen. Let's go straight to Chico in Oxford who's got a a stovetop comment. What hey Chico, what's going on? Good morning, y'all. I got I got a question about commode tank lids and a comment for the birthday girl in reference to something she said about sinks last year. 
Okay. Okay. Um, now, commode tank lids, whatever they're made of, I need to know what kind of adhesive I can use. I need to finish a project that I started about 20 years ago. And I need to know what kind of, what will connect those to bricks horizontally, uh, in other words, on top of bricks. So you're just going to glue your commode lid to the brick? Right. For, in other words, I want to get a planner and I want to, yeah, I want to I put the commode tops around the top of the planner for the people to sit up. What a construction. Oh, that is awesome. Work. Oh, my God. Can you please send us a picture of that when you get finished? That's a great idea. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what construction what, adhesive what work? I'm a little scared of that because that gets brittle. What about uh, uh, grout? I, I don't think grout's going to be strong enough. I like some sort of silicone, but here's the problem. You have a shiny, glazed piece of porcelain that you're trying to glue to a porous but the well, underside the isn't underside glazed. isn't glazed. Uh-uh. Oh, this is setting down on top of yeah, something. Yeah, he's going to yeah. use those lids as oh. the place where you sit down. Oh, which I would is just the coolest I, thing I, I've heard I would in a long use, time. I would use uh, just, just a construction. I would use, well, I'd, I'd use one hundred percent silicone. One hundred percent silicone. I would okay. S- silicone, not silica. That's just me talking Mississippi. I understand. No, I'm with you. Hey, and I understand Mississippi very well. Can he use foam? Could he use foam underneath there? It it eventually be able to pull off, I would think. Yeah, and if it's outside, it's not a good idea. I like the silicone because it's 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 water. It's 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 waterproof. Mm -hmm. It's got a good. Uh, it's a, it's a little pliable. It will move a little bit. You know, yeah. It, th- th- that's what we glue sinks under um, granite with. Yeah. So. Right. Okay. Yeah, but we always have a – usually there's a clip or a strap to kind of hold it in place. Mm, yeah. Not, not on your granite. Yeah. On so. your granite, you better. <laughs> Just sitting on a toilet top. We, I mean, we, yeah, I think you're fine. Yeah. yeah. Danger might, was not a thought in the building. Well, this. but if it's humid, you're going to slide right off. That's true. If you're outside, you're going to sit down and go, whoop. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be sitting out there if it's raining. <laughs> right. All right, Chico, That's we appreciate right. it. Exactly right. Wait, wait, wait. I got, I got a comment for the birthday girl. Okay. Um, you know, she, she mentioned last year about gates being stamped on the bottom of them. Yep. And, uh, you know, around Oxford, there's a lot of renovation going on, and, and they put these old porcelain sinks out on the road. And I just can't stand the thought of them going to the landfill, so I pick them up. And, um, you know, I use them for dog bowls or give them away to people. Nice. I love right. you, Chico. I just, I just, I just love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one, though. There's one of those things that I'm holding on to because of the date that's on the bottom. 12-17-63. Do you know what that date is? Twelve seventeen. So December seventeenth, nineteen sixty three. Yeah. No. I oh, was wait, wait. I was only nine months old, Is so that, I'm not sure. Wait a second, JFK. <laughs> I, I thought Jeff might. It wouldn't surprise me if Jeff knew. But that's the last day that Keith Richards was a teenager. Oh really? <laughs> you know, how did wow. I not, how did I I not know have that, that right in front of me? Why didn't you know that? Right. 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 <laughs> I appreciate it, y'all. I, should, you, I could have been sitting over here on my iPad. But, uh, yeah, right, figuring it out. Squirreling was, around on that I was, date. Just, I was asleep at the wheel. All right. We want to go ahead and go to uh, Diane in Clarksville. Oh, no, it's Clarksdale. Clarksdale. There Clarksdale. we go. Diane, are you with us? 
Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. What's going on? Hey, so I am a new homeowner of an old home. Congratulations. And, uh, when I bought, well, I'm, I'm not sure right now. <laughs> but, uh, Uh-oh. Well, I don't think it's as big a deal as that, but who knows. So I uh, listen to the show a lot, and you guys often talk about bathroom vet fans, right? So the house that I moved into didn't have it. So I had an electrician come in and install the vent fans, but I got a little bit ahead of myself where I don't have the duct work or the, the exhaust fan to, to, you know, to vent that air out of the bathroom. Yes, ma'am. So, um, so I'm having a hard time getting somebody coming out to do it. So am I causing any damage? I'm not using the vent fans. It's, I, I don't turn the switch on. So am I causing any damage? How soon do I need to have that resolved? Well, okay, now the vent fan... Um, it's in the ceiling. It's in the ceiling, correct? That's correct. It's in the ceiling, correct. Okay, well, all you need is that little two-inch pipe that comes off of that vent fan and vent it in into the attic. Into the attic, yeah. Think yeah. of think of it, a, uh, an old style Coke can or an old style uh, coffee can. That's Are you sure they like. didn't do that whenever they put the fan in? Because if you didn't have one and they put one in, yeah. they should have attached that vent so that it goes up into the attic. Yeah. What? I, 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 okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Why? Do, why do you think that it's not vented? Well, because because I thought about it after the fact. So after I had him put it in and he was here, I was like, well, wait a minute. What about the dusting? Like, don't I need to have like a what about the ducting? Don't I need to have this like flowing, like, you know, going through the ceiling or something where they're having that moisture flow out of the attic? And he said, well, you're going to have to get the HVAC people to come in and do that. So that's uh, why he, well, that's the HVAC in in HVAC, V stands for venting. Um, okay. But as long as that, there should be a little flexible pipe that comes out of that side of your vent fan. It should come out a few mm-hmm. inches, bend a 90, and get it above your insulation, and just let it vent into the attic. You will be fine. You know, and I, Clarksdale, remind me, you're up, aren't you? you it's north. It's north. I'm yeah, wondering. Yeah, you're going to be in that freeze line, and I'm wondering if mm-hmm. she's going to need to go ahead and take it out the roof. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, because um, when you're up there where your uh, temperatures are cooler, um, the the code says that you're supposed to, as it's written, the code says that they should all go out the roof. Common sense is when you are in a high humidity, humidity area where the dew point is high, it's not going to go through that vent out the roof. It's just not going to make it, the right. physics of it. But if you're in an area, and Clarksdale, I think, would be like this, you're probably going to have to hire someone to vent it through your roof. Right. He's probably already vented it to the, the attic. attic. Yeah. And and if you wanted it vented through the roof, you'd have to take it further. And he probably gave you the right idea of if you wanted to go through the roof, you'd go through an, uh, an HVAC person. Yeah, that, HVAC typically. person. Or um, I tell you, you remember Sid Bledsoe said he did it. Yeah. The chimney sweep guy. The, yeah, some people are willing, and, and chimney people are good to go through a roof. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they'll only, flash it right for sure. Right. So so those are some ideas to help you fix that. But as it is, there's really nothing wrong with it if you're venting to the attic. Yeah, and I don't think you're in a, oh, my God, i got to do it tomorrow 
Right. Like, you're not like Jason, where you got to put the bleach down and it's got to be clean right now. Really? We're 55 minutes into the show. I'm just not. Still, we're still going We're still there. talking about Jason and his bleach. So you don't have to be Jason and bleach. You, right. you have some time to kind of, you know, meditate on it and, and find the right people to do it. You're not going to, nothing's going right. to happen if you don't do it right now. Right. Okay, because I was kind of panicking because I, I remember on one of the past shows you talked about you should never have that type of moisture or anything going into an ad because you can cause mold and whatever. And uh, so uh, I was kind of panicking. I'm like, I need to get that done. Yeah, you're not going to. Yeah, if you get it done, and I, let me make a suggestion. I would go ahead and try to call somebody to do it, not because it's an imminent threat, but because it's cooler in your attic right now. And you'll get better uh-huh. work. <laughs> yeah, you'll get somebody there. <laughs> I mean, that's a, you're asking a lot for somebody to work in 120 degrees. Yeah, in your air condition. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right, thank you very much, Diane. Let's keep on. Oh, well, you know what? Let's stay in the Delta. Let's go to Preston, and he's got a comment about uh, energy we were talking about earlier, gas and, and energy. What's going on? Good morning. Uh, no, I was just uh, carrying on a little project, on, and I was listening to the radio when you guys talking, and... Uh, and, uh, well, I just wanted to inform everybody that you can forget about electricity and propane because I'm not even, I'm using, I burn hydrogen. There you go. Hi, okay. That's I talked about yep. it earlier. Hydrogen and yep, this yep, technology that's coming that. out of Japan. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it's abundant. It burns green. There's no global warming associated with it. Yep. Uh, and uh, and uh, once you get the machine I just made, once you buy that, uh, you never have to buy any of that anymore. You make it yourself at your house. Assuming you have water in your house, you can have fuel. Well, it's, it's what is hydrogen? Is electricity running through water? Is that is that hydrogen? What is it? It's 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 yeah. It's it's water, the chemical formula for water is H two O, and uh, this machine splits water molecule, and you capture the hydrogen and use that for your wow. If you want no. to read more on the application of that, um, you may find there's some articles. This kind of hobby of mine, but uh, there's a bunch of articles on the fact that Toyota has put a lot of their eggs in the hydrogen basket. As far you know, everybody else is running towards EVs, but Toyota is okay. really focusing really? on hydrogen. On hydrogen, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. So Thank now you is for it, calling. Is this something yeah. that you bought? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I made it. I've been researching it. I've been in back and forth. To- to Mississippi State, asking stupid questions uh, sure. to the chemistry people over there, and uh, and I I, I built it myself. And wow. I'm the ultimate I like that. DIY project yeah, right there. I love it. Make your own. All right, folks, that's it. Uh, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Charles Arnold. For Pam Pivas, Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. And up next is Everyday Tech with Jay White, followed by Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy Stewart at 11. Make sure to join us next Wednesday at 9 for more Fix It 101 right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.